0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you find yourself on this fine day, I hope it is Seavoy19 free. As you all know, co-host Barrel Chest Grimes is still riding out quarantine after testing positive, but have no fear, we still have two other intellects here with us to spread the good word about and regulation. So let's go ahead and meet the minds live from Nashville shaky dough how we do kid
1: i'm good i've got a new addiction in life it's called um mad skills mx it's a game you can find on your iphone in the app store and uh just a little you know little motocross game if you're into that kind of thing um i've been playing this shit nonstop. honestly my job is at risk my relationship is at risk but this game is infectious <laughs>
0: What's 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 the gig? I mean, are you like actually throwing up tricks and whips or
1: no, you just race? Like you can play against people head to head online, you know? You there's like
0: And you just build out your bike?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You unlock stuff as you go. Good um, shit, good shit. Yeah. I I kill it. Friends for
2: living is childhood memories. Yep. Yeah. Well, somebody
0: who is constantly living out childhood memories live from Richmond, Tommy Lasagna, how would those
2: Love's kids. I'm um, <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I don't know if you guys can hear it in the microphone, but there is a dogfight or something going on in my backyard. It does not sound pretty. It's Do kind you of live worrying in
1: me. Mexico.
2: I live in Richmond, Virginia, which in some parts is damn close. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we uh, we've got
0: no Mike Vick situations on our hands. But let's go ahead and kick off tonight's episode, eh? <laughs>
3: I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. You got my vote, number one man, greatest quarterback of all time, hands down, Tom Brady. All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen, the agenda for you here tonight—we'll keep it short and sweet for you. Entertainment, all we got to discuss. It's what every motherfucker is discussing, coronavirus. So we're going to dive into some entertainment updates there. We're going to talk sports, NCAA college hoops. We've got tournaments coming up, March Madness approaching right around the corner. We also have a quick breakdown of the NHL Eastern Conference. If the playoffs were to start today, <clears throat> this is what the picture would look like. So let's kick it off, and we'll start here with uh, some entertainment updates. First and foremost, we've named it CoronaCella, and yes, coronavirus has just continued to wreak havoc. It is putting a threat to all festivals <clears throat> worldwide, starting with Coachella being the first to uh, to just say no. They're closing down the doors. They've
1: wait. Is that pre- real?
0: A hundred percent. They're refunding everybody and. Um, There's really no determined postponed date. I think they're scrapping it this year completely. A lot of the artists have uh, doubted and speculated whether it's a good idea to go, and some of them have even bailed. Um, So, yeah, the Wooks aren't having it one bit. I think there will probably be riots, but um, this goes just beyond, you know, Wuhan, China. This 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 is such a shame. I've been, been
2: waiting to show off my my uh, Coachella outfit for like 8 months now. Cor- Corona. All right, listen. Co- Corona. This is all
1: fun and games. This is a super funny joke and all that cuz it's Coachella, but I have been waiting to see The Strokes for roughly 15 years in my life and they are going to be at in Atlanta at Shaky Knees in May. Um they are the whole reason I bought tickets in the first place is just to see the How strokes. How large is the festival? And, huh?
0: How large oh, is the festival? I think they're I mean, like
1: it's large enough. I
0: think they're prioritizing just like massive events, but obviously I, don't I know. mean
1: this this probably gets I mean it's not quite as big as Coachella, but it's definitely a huge event, you know, dozens of thousands of people. But uh
0: F- fuck man, well, I'll yeah, cross Yeah, if my the, if this gets
1: canceled and I can't see the Strokes, I'm going to be fucking pissed. And up to this <laughs> point, I haven't given a single shit about this virus. Like I've been on two well, four round trips uh, two round-trip flights, four total since mid-February, kind of when this entire thing came about. I'm doing fine. Um, so I would, I would say stop <clears throat> worrying and get I, out there.
0: Yes. I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. However, um, unfortunately, because of what the media has painted and because of the mortality rate and how quickly it's spreading – I haven't given a shit, and now I'm starting to because of the fact, Coachella aside, there are serious discussions that are going on in the world of sports. The MLB, the MLS, the NHL, and the NBA uh, have all issued joint statements um, just this past Monday announcing that all four leagues are limiting access to the clubhouse and locker room to start, and if the virus is to spread, then they will go spectator-free. Um, in the audiences. And this has created ripples. Tom, we talked about it before we kicked off, but the Ivy League canceled their tournament over their concerns. The NCAA made a statement saying they are going to push forward and hold the tournaments. However, if need be, they will be spectator-free uh, as a worst-case scenario. So this puts a lot of conversation around the virus, regardless of the concern of – how many people it's going to affect or, or kill. People are obviously taking precautionary measures, which are now going to affect the things we love.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it's important, and it's a good thing, that uh, all the major sports uh, organizations are coming together and, and doing, you know, you can argue if it's the right thing or the wrong thing, but they're all doing something together. So no one organization kind of gets hung out to dry or, or looks like the sore thumb. Um, and, and obviously, it's very preventative measures, and a lot of it is is probably blown up where if you, if you don't have like an immune disorder or like emphysema or, you know, some kind of pre-existing condition, the chances are it's, it's probably going to be okay. You're probably going to be okay. But being said, yeah, you know, we're, we're talking about hundreds of athletes and thousands upon thousands of fans that are going to be traveling like <clears throat> millions it, of
0: dollars dude like see like Serie A uh, suspended all
2: games through april 3rd yeah that's
1: yeah that's the uh,
2: obviously i can't really the, uh, speak on you know, italy like that whole con- the entire country of italy is in quarantine right now that's kind yeah. of that's crazy
0: no it's wild but i'm saying this is all obviously stemming whether it's actually a serious serious threat or the media is just continuously blowing this up out of proportion it is causing fear and a ripple that is affecting the economy sports supply. i mean demand i mean it's it's outrageous the the media is blowing
2: it up way too big way too much
0: well it's funny because i'll tell you who didn't really take any of this into account was lebron james and he like made this whole Macho man speech about playing without fans, no impossible. I'm not playing the game with you know, no fans in the crowd, who wants to play for nobody? Um well first of all that was such a
1: LeBron shithead statement. Yeah.
0: Such a shithead statement and, and the best part of it all, he backtracked on it and said, I'll listen to the experts.
2: To like, to, of, ooh, to that I would ask LeBron like what happens when forty thousand people show up to watch you play and you just take a rest day? because you're sore or you're tired right isn't that a little isn't that a little that's backwards a, that's a that's a valid point so if you're all for the fans like all right i get it but yeah to, push, to push be fair his, soreness. His, his, his backtrack was a little more level-headed um i think i think the initial quote was like right after a game and i think he had time to kind of realize the the seriousness of, of the virus itself and the medical implications and if you look a little bit more um other major athletes like john rom pro golfer and uh joey Votto, baseball player both came out today and they were like look like you know i have family members like you know aunts uncles grandparents that have these pre-existing conditions and they are much more susceptible to the the darker side of this virus and so i think it's important to consider both sides of this fr- from everybody's point of view while you know it's easy for us to say three generally healthy young adults that you know oh bring it on whatever that's fine uh there are other people that are seriously hurt by this and and have the potential to be seriously hurt yeah and
0: and honestly it's not something that should control our lives like you said but at the same time there's no reason that we can't take precautionary measures to help others and and like lebron being like and like you said he backtracked but being like, no, I'm not doing it. It's like, dude, you have children. Yeah. What, what if you do get the fucking coronavirus? And, like, what if you give it to your wife or your children? And, I mean, it's, like,
2: just a selfish bullshit comment, and it's typical LeBron. I will say yeah. the best part about the coronavirus is that uh, washing your hands is back in now because I – I Yeah, but I was my hands the are same dry the other day. fuck. I was I've thinking the same exact like thing the other day. Multiple... As a matter of
1: fact, this is, like, an evolutionary thing how so uh because it's going to be like basically this is like one of those evolutionary events where people kind of learn a fucking skill even though it's sad that we should be talking about people <laughs> learning how to wash their hands this will ward off future viruses the human race will have been better because of coronavirus cuz at least now everyone's going to know how to fucking wash their hands and so that, so
2: you dude, you want a I read a stat uh, you want a Go human ahead, race uh I guess a mind-blowing prediction here or potential scary threat. Here is the Thomas Wells official take on the coronavirus. So this has been released and everybody's freaking out. Everybody's going to get tested. Everybody's going to get blood work done. Pretty soon, the governments around the world are going to have everybody's blood, right? With that... They can do genome analysis, read your DNA, read your genes, and come up with a super virus that is going to wipe out X amount of the population based off your genetic makeup. You will not be able to survive this. This is this, so what you're this saying not don't,
0: don't get tested. Don't get blood drawn. Drink from the hoses
2: outside, and you'll be safe. And, and make sure your butthole gets fifteen minutes of sun every day. You need to do perineum tanning. That's the big thing <laughs> now. That's that's what's hot right now. You need to keep doing I it. I heard all of the people that have partaken in that are coronavirus free. it, it you know it's it's just one of those trends that I've been, I've had my eye on for a while, and uh, it hasn't failed me yet. Science needs to look you into this more. started, you
1: mean had your eye on it for a while? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, more all, importantly... Also,
2: as a PhD chemist, I don't mean anything about what I just said. Get tested. Yeah. Get tested. Yeah. No. Don't get tested. They're going to have your blood. Um, all right. Speaking
0: of science, <clears throat> they are paying people right now to be human lab rats in an experiment <laughs> to try to obviously cure coronavirus. And they're paying people forty five hundred dollars. Would you do it? Would you give yourself C void
2: nineteen? Uh, no.
0: It's COVID nineteen.
2: Yeah, COVID. COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I like C void more. I uh, I just feel like there's easier ways to go about this. Like maybe use the patients that are sick and that have tested positive before we, you know, purposefully inject others that. Don't need it, dude. That's like two months of rent
0: right there, to just have a little diarrhea and throw up, or maybe
1: die. I was I was just about to say I would actually do it for ten grand right now, but that's your know,
2: number. All right, I like that. If if is, yeah, if
0: there's
1: I mean, like a G's.
2: a life insurance policy tied into that, then all right, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever.
1: I don't to no life fuck in, about a life insurance. Yeah, policy. I was
0: about to say fuck fuck a life insurance policy. I'll take the ten G's. <laughs>
1: If I yeah, can't get the baby. money, then I don't want anyone else to have it either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I
0: um,
1: Yeah,
2: I think I need a little bit more than 10 Gs. I'd probably do it for like 50. Jesus, Tom. That's outrageous. Jesus How Christ, selfish. Tom.
1: I would shoot you in the head for 50 grand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, 50-50 chance I'd die either way. So 50 grand is 50 grand.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, let's move on to a more serious note here. As promised, we're going to talk to you about NCAA college hoops. We have some follow-up on bets that we placed, (coughs) predictions that we made, as well as further discussion on what could happen in March Madness. So let's kick it off. We're basically going to use – Our Instagram post that we threw up as a template just to kind of walk through who our favorites are, uh, what we're thinking the future will hold for them. So Tom, I'll turn it over to you to start us off with UVA.
2: Yeah, so UVA at plus 550. Um, Because the tournament is just kicking off tonight, you still might be able to get these future bets in, uh, live future bets, whatever. Uh, UVA is on an eight-game tear right now. They have shown that they can hang and compete with anybody. They beat Duke. Um, I, who is the favorite at this moment I just I love what UVA is doing not to mention they're defending national champions and while they did lose a, a majority of their offensive talent last year uh, their defense is still there they still have Mamadi Diakite who is just a monster in the paint and again defensively they can hang with anybody and they can keep any game close I just I like UVA uh, given those odds I think it's a great payout um and expect another deep run from UVA this year in March Madness. Um
0: well, somebody that we had also high up on that list uh I think at number 2 was the Richmond Spiders. Um Spiders are on the bubble this year, uh but they're finally healthy and they are bringing back Blake Francis, I believe, correct, right?
2: Yeah, so Blake Francis yeah. was the, or he still might be, but he was the second-leading scorer in the A-10 this year behind uh, Obi Toppin, who, if you don't know who Obi Toppin is by this point, you must not be watching any college basketball. Yeah, you're
1: not watching basketball.
2: But um, I, I really like Richmond. They got elite guards between Francis and Jacob Gillier that can score at, at really at ease. They push the ball faster with more pace than anybody in the A-10 and give them another shot at Dayton with a healthy team, full full squad here. Um, I, I just really think plus 900 for the Spiders is a great value to get them at. And Dayton they've won literally like 22, 23 games in a row. I feel like Dayton's kind of due for a loss at this point. And I think so you, the Spiders expecting are expecting the, the it Spiders time. to make a run and <clears throat> make it to the field of 68. If the Spiders can finish second, in the A10, so if they make it to the A10 championship this weekend in Brooklyn, I think they get in. Uh, they have a win over Wisconsin, which is impressive, and it's hard for all the teams that aren't in the Power Five to really make these like late season pushes because all the games in like you know November and early December they matter, and if you don't win them all, and you play in a weaker conference, you don't really have that opportunity. To make up for it later in the year, whereas if you play in the Big Ten or the ACC and you start off slow, you play against so many quality, you know, top 50 teams in your conference that you can make up for an early season mishap. And I feel like that's kind of what's limiting the Spiders right now. They had back to back losses against Alabama, who is a decent team. Um, And then Auburn who's obviously contending for an SEC title and should get a a number probably like a three seed uh, In March Madness, so some good quality losses Richmond has an outstanding road record. I think they're 12 and 3 on the road this year, which just further proves the point I think they should be in uh, all home site home team bias aside here This is a great team, and I think we're gonna see a lot of, of good things and um a convincing ticket punch from the Richmond Spiders this weekend.
0: Well, biases aside, we'll hold you, that, we'll hold you to that uh, and see if they make that run and get into that field of 68. But why don't we go ahead and slide down the list to number three and talk a little bit about the dogfight that's been occurring in the Big Ten this year. Um, we talked about diversifying your portfolio by investing in these games. Um, let's go ahead and break it down, talk— you know MSU and the works
1: uh obviously I mean we spent some time talking last week about Michigan State uh they continue to stay hot uh they're the favorite here in the Big Ten Big 10 tournament that is uh but the team that I like uh especially kind of uh, as, as for an underdog play um you got Wisconsin just getting brutally disrespected at plus 1500 currently riding an eight game win streak i've seen these this team up close um, they beat the shit out of my Tennessee Volunteers earlier this year. Uh, they Why are they good sitting at plus fifteen
0: per... uh, uh, hundred? I
1: mean, they've, they've. I mean, they're kind of a middle of the pack Big Ten, Big Ten team. I mean, at the at the very best you could say about them is that they're at the bottom of the of the first tier, you know, in the conference. But that's that's even a stretch. But uh, still, like I said, they play good defense. Uh, kind of a staple of Wisconsin basketball teams is having some post play, which they do. And then also, they have a couple guys who can get hot from outside. So, um, when you're talking some about gold. that and tournament play, I mean, that's what's awesome about these conference tournaments is all you, you know, just win a few games in a row. And really, any team in these tournaments can say that that's something they've done all season. Now, the competition is a little bit stiffer. But um, again, Wisconsin's one of those teams that have plus 15. I would take that bet.
0: Conson's always got some good old corn fed boys.
2: Yeah, I think they are. Uh, I mean, you. If, if you look at the conference, too, it's, it's understandable where they sit just because, obviously, Michigan State is such a heavy favorite in this case. I think it kind of skews uh, the rest of the league. But also, like, you have Maryland, who everybody always, you know. Maryland also finished tied first for the Big Ten, and I just don't like Maryland this year because they're so inconsistent, uh, especially on the road. They just really, I don't know, Never seem to really get it together. Five of their six losses are on the road, uh, five five and six away record, and I don't know. They just, I just have a very tough time backing Maryland. Um, I, I think uh, for for whatever reason, Ohio State is in the mix in the top of the favorite to win two, and they just really haven't impressed me as of late. They started out hot, but I, I uh, of all these teams, not Michigan State. I think Wisconsin is probably your best bet. And if you can still get them at any, you know, really any odds, I feel like it's going to be a good return or a a comfortable bet to throw a couple bucks on. Well, I know who else is a very
0: comfortable and reliable old steed to throw some money on, and that is the Jayhawks, uh, who we have sitting at number four here. And they are probably your best option in the big 12 um while there's very little value in a you know minus 120 pick no other option really strikes confidence um tom what are your thoughts on baylor texas west virginia going into this
2: yeah i mean kansas has won 16 games in a row so there really is no doubt. I mean, they're going to be the number one overall seed regardless of how this tournament pans out. Um, they had a late-season win over Baylor, and Baylor kind of really just dropped the ball over the last few games. And it was sad to see because for so long, Baylor was just so dominant, and it seems like they kind of ran out of steam. Uh, a lot of these teams, you know, they can you know reset and, and revamp for uh, the tournament time. I'm not sure if Baylor's that team. Um, after Baylor, you have, like, Oklahoma, who's, again, hit or miss. Oklahoma's only good if they can convert from three. Uh, they really play terrible defense, and I, I don't really trust Oklahoma. Texas, Texas has made a late push to be a bubble team at best. Um, they had a couple huge wins down the stretch, including a win over Texas Tech. Uh, but, again, I, I feel like they kind of showed their hand just getting to the spot they're at now. Uh, West Virginia stinks on the road literally worst team in college basketball on the road I would not be surprised if they lose in the first round and the rest of the Big 12 is just kind of a joke so while we might be kind of stretching a bit here in our other conferences I feel like Kansas as the favorite is probably the safest favorite pick to win their conference tournament
1: um I definitely agree. They're the they're the safest favorite pick. Um, but if you're looking for any value whatsoever, you know, I, te- Texas is a good bet. Um, also, also Baylor with a little less value. But yeah, I mean, if yeah I had to bet my life on who wins the Big Twelve tournament, that's that's what Kansas does. So,
2: if if you want to get risky, Texas is the hottest team right now in the Big Twelve. I'll leave it
0: there. What are your thoughts on? Um... The Jayhawks come March. Uh,
2: it'll it'll be interesting to the see Jayhawks who, win the whole who thing. their bracket is. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's easy to look at their team. I mean, just loaded with talent per usual. Uh, Devin Dotson, their point guard, is up for Player of the Year. Uh, they have Vidoka Azabuke, who fucking that dude is a linebacker. He is a monster. I don't think there's a single player in college basketball that can you know go one-on-one with him and as long as he stays out of foul trouble and stays healthy yeah there isn't let me rephrase that as long as he doesn't get into foul trouble there is very little doubt that Kansas is going to reach the final four so I I wouldn't I wouldn't shy against taking a future bet right now on Kansas to win the entire tournament Um, but you know we'll, we'll wait and see what the bracket looks like and after Selection Sunday, uh, next week, we can uh, we can get back in studio and talk about who's who.
0: Well, let's talk SEC here. Um, I know at number five, we've got the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, most dangerous team right now in the SEC, plus 170 odds. Nice surprise, likely due to them taking their foot off the gas in the final week of, of the season. Um what are your guys' thoughts on competition
1: there?
2: Uh, well, Brent's the if SEC guy. there
1: is guy. any. Uh, I am the Tennessee guy. Uh, out of the SEC, I think Kentucky is the, the deepest team for sure. Uh, they have plenty of bodies uh, down low. Also, it wouldn't be a Kentucky team if they didn't have a bunch of uh, just explosion at point guard basically. Uh, The one thing I do think they lack right now is just kind of the player that they've designated as their go-to player. Uh, You know, sometimes it kind of, as they say in football, if you have two quarterbacks, you really have none. Um, It seems like at times this season in the games, Kentucky has struggled to close. They just haven't, no one's really sure of who's supposed to take over and win, you know? And uh, you know, sometimes when you lack that, that absolute playmaker, um, that that kind of makes it hard to win the big games when things are tight and it's a pressure situation. Because of that, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Kentucky at plus 170. Um, if I really had to pick a team to, to kind of just get hot and ruin Kentucky's hopes of winning the SEC tournament, it's, it's Auburn. It's always going to be Auburn. Bruce Pearl is just a relentless coach. Um, Auburn gets the ball, gets shots up like fucking crazy. Um, they Do you shoot have any concerns about corners. their defense? They, I mean, well, they they don't play defense. Sure, if so <laughs> that's the problem, right? They don't really play defense, but that's kind of the that's kind of the game plan. If you ask me, if you know Kentucky and Auburn played ten times, I would probably like Kentucky to win six or seven of those. But again, this is talking about you know value picks, and Auburn is Auburn's made, a team made for tournaments like these. You know, just to go out, kind of bombard a team offensively. And score eighty four points for the next four games.
2: Yeah, I uh, I don't, I don't Plus, want to. They're the number two seed. Auburn. Yeah, I mean they are. Uh, you know they did, they did beat Kentucky. I think they split the season series. Um, and you know Auburn kind of faltered a bit towards the the end of the season here, but you know this is a team that had a great run last season, and Samir Doughty is among the the most elite scorers in college basketball. Um, I don't hate Auburn. I just don't think they can... I, I just don't think that they're going to be able to slow down Kentucky. If it turns into a shootout, uh, I will favor Kentucky and Calipari. But for all those reasons Brent mentioned too, you know, Auburn with a little more value, uh, not a bad pick either.
0: What are your guys' thoughts uh, as we move on here to number six on Villanova? Uh the meltdown that's occurring at Seton Hall, and everything.
1: Seton Hall is melting down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and everything else included.
2: So Seton Hall is still the favorite to win the Big East Championship, which is, you know, not really a surprise. Uh, Miles Powell, another candidate for player of the year, Uh, excellent, excellent player. But I just don't see how Seton Hall really rebounds as a team after this. Where they had two opportunities to beat Villanova and Creighton, they just had to win one game, and they couldn't pull it out. And so now they have to get back into things and get in, you know, really uh, fight back for the the highest seed out of the Big East. I just I don't think Seton Hall has the mental capacity to do, to do that. Uh, Creighton, I I really loved Creighton up until last week um, in their game against Seton Hall. Their starting guard, Marcus Zagorowski, I believe I'm saying that right, uh, tore his meniscus in the game. and nice. Uh, Not nice, actually. Uh, Zagorowski, for reference, is playing about 34 minutes a game, 16 points, uh, 5 assists per game, and he's among the team's best uh, field goal, uh, excuse me, free throw and 3-point percentage shooter. So this guy's a serious offensive weapon, and without them... Uh, I don't know if Creighton really has the pieces to continue what they've been doing. If Zagorowski is healthy come March, then you know that that's going to change a lot of things. But as of right now, given the injury concerns, I would stay away from Creighton at this moment. I know I was all about it. Uh, I, I don't want to play around with this injury. I don't want to guess and, and waste money because I don't know what kind of team Creighton is going to be without Zagorowski. So being said... Take Villanova. Villanova is a perennial March Madness team. Jay Wright knows what he's doing. Uh, I still think Villanova, regardless of this, what the standings say, I think Villanova is the best team in the Big East. And uh, in terms of value, yeah, value, and, and you know just overall everything else I just listed. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying here. Take Villanova.
0: <laughs> best coach in the league is gone. Going on a a rant.
2: Sexiest coach in the league as well. Absolute stud. Um, All right, well, let's talk uh, last
0: topic here, Pack 12 Haven't had much to say about it this year. It's weak. Oregon feeling like it's a sucker pick, but ASU has been somebody that we uh, have also been watching but concerned about their streakiness. What are your thoughts? Are they able to trade buckets with anyone they come into uh competition
2: with or man i'm about to sneeze get it
0: out Uh, brace
1: yourselves
2: oh that's coronavirus
0: the main reason
1: uh you know if i I really had to pick between the toss-up i i I do think uh you know the pac-12 tournament is going to be one of two teams oregon or asu like you said Uh, Oregon's I mean they're a really good team they've actually been trending upwards as a program the last you know few years now so they're kind of a mainstay in these conversations but uh, I will say their half of the bracket uh, the Pac-12 tournament bracket uh, is a little bit tougher than uh, ASU's current path which basically is just full of teams who have been on a downward freaking skid the back half of this season so um, for my money I like ASU go Devils
2: Yeah, so ASU is more than likely going to draw the winner of Colorado and Washington State. Uh, Washington State finished uh, tied for last in the Pac-12, and Colorado has lost four in a row. So again, like you said, two shitty-ass teams. I don't really trust UCLA as the two-seed at all. They're just another team that's hit hit or miss. Um, Not a great away record. And uh, just,
1: I'm just gonna assume UCLA never wins another important basketball game.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the number two seed in the Pac-12 doesn't really mean anything. It's just like congratulations, but you're still you finished 19 and 12 and you're a two seed. Like that's that's not that good. Um, and then yeah, like you said, I think I feel like Oregon having to go through Arizona, uh, USC. It's going to be a much more difficult path, and uh, I just I, I think that when push comes to shove, the value at plus a thousand for ASU is just uh, it, it's just great value considering their path, and uh, I'll I'll be taking that you know six days a week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> well, as Tom alluded to with
0: their half of the bracket just being filled with teams that are trending downwards. It's safe to say you can put your money on the Sun Devils. That's where our money will be. Um, But we'll wrap things up with college hoops and close things out here with just a quick NHL segment. Uh, If the playoffs started today, this is what the playoff picture would look like. And with that being said, the season ends April 4th, so there's still a lot of puck still to be played. Um, But some of the teams that are sitting atop their conferences uh, are going to be difficult to catch up to. Uh, the team that I want to talk about first and foremost out of the Atlantic is the Boston Bruins. They are now sitting at 100 points. They've lost only three of their last 12, and I think that's actually been updated since last night. Um, they are now.
2: I think they lost last night four, to Tampa.
0: Four, no, they're 44 and 14 now. So. Oh. Yeah, because they were at 98 points. So they. Um, it's safe to say that the Bruins are going to make a oh, run this year. Yeah. They're they beat, they always, beat Philly tonight.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah, they're always a contender. They're somebody that sits atop the Atlantic most seasons. Um, but with that being said, Tampa Bay and Toronto are not too far behind, sitting at 92 points and 81. So it's a race to the finish line here come april 4th um but no doubt these three teams will be seen in the playoffs making a playoff run Um, and then as we transition to the metropolitan the the spotlight has been consistently on the capitals this year uh for a couple reasons one because of the fact that O.V. was hunting for that 700 and he got to it. And before he got to it, the Capitals went into a serious slump. But since then, uh, the curse seemingly has not been lifted as they've faced a roller coaster of wins and losses. Um, They've lost their last game. They're sitting at 90 points right now. Um, You know, Flyers and the Penguins are both creeping up on them. Uh, both creeping up on the Capitals, I should say, with 89 points. So the the Metropolitan is a little bit more competitive and cutthroat right now. The Capitals got to stay on top of their shit. But without a doubt, um, the Eastern Conference is stacked, but really what we want to be focusing on and we'll talk about next week is the Western Conference. We've got a serious dogfight going on over there, and it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. And quite frankly, as a bold prediction, I believe that the West is going to take home a Stanley Cup this year. Um, granted, like I said, the Bruins are making a lot of noise,
2: but they got to stay consistent and that's something that
0: we've seen them uh, fail to do in the past. So yeah,
2: it's also hard to go, you know game seven of the Stanley Cup and then make another push the following year. Like that's a tolling ass season, a shortened off season. So like I said I mean, months it's, ago, it's though, mentally, it's mentally draining. Whatever. Oh, yeah? Hey, Is man. That so? Hey, man. Check the tapes. It's that Well,
0: with, with that being said, I will talk about two wild cards here, potential wild cards, which are the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes. And wild the Hurricanes, pitches. yeah, wild card bitches. But the Hurricanes, I will say, are wild card bitches because they have been making a lot of ruckus recently. They're a team that people have been pointing to to make a run like i said we don't have too much time it's ticking but um you can potentially see them make a run and get a slot there in the playoffs this season so we'll keep you posted next week we'll dive into western conference but let's close things out here tonight let you find people go on with your day tom what do you got for buzzer beaters uh let me think
2: here um, buzzer beaters. It's the Players Championship this weekend in pro golf. Really, the the first time we're gonna see all the big names all together, really, really competing, going after it. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the likes of Brooks Kepka does this year. Uh, I know he, he, he he's always played the card of like I don't give a shit about the regular tournaments, and that has been clear as day uh, so far this year, where he's just looked really. I mean, he just shot in the really 80s awful. last weekend. Yeah, like I, I had a better round last Sunday than Brooks Kepka did. And so, if he really wants to put his money where his mouth is and, you know, quote unquote, silence all the doubters and the haters, uh, Brooks Kepka will be a top five finish this week. Otherwise, I want him to shove his GQ interview ass, I don't care ass. You know, if you. He, 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 uh, he can just shut his mouth.
1: I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, number one, uh, Kepka. Number one, Players Championship is basically the fifth major every single year. All these guys know it. Uh, there's really not another tournament uh, outside of the playoffs that has a stacked field. Um, its list of past winners is, you know, basically looks like a major championship uh, trophy. Uh, everyone's name is on there. Um, but if I had to pick a guy to win this week, talk about someone who has just been knocking on the door all season long. His driver is hot, and you know what that happens. Rory fi- freaking McIlroy, uh, the dude has <laughs> six top five finishes this year. Um, so if I had to pick anyone to win this week, um, it's going to be Rory. If uh, it, would, it would be the number one player you know, in golf. I thought you were Still,
2: anti-Rory.
1: I'm not anti-Rory. Uh, but so I mean, the main thing is the, he's uh... just been. Sorry, go ahead. What? No, I mean he's just been in the hunt all season my long. Pick. And this is where he's going to get it done.
2: Well, I I don't disagree. I actually have Rory in like three different DraftKings lineups, and for for good reason. Uh, but my pick this week, playing at TPC Sawgrass, you need that long driver. Give me Dustin Johnson, baby. DJ has been quietly playing really DJ. good golf. Uh, and I I feel like the whole I'm I'm dropping out of the Olympics now to focus on golf. This is where DJ puts his money. Where. However small his brain is and his mouth, it all comes together this weekend. Dustin Johnson is your player's champion of 2020. He seems to have been a little bit more uh, articulate
0: and concise uh, and on top of it when he was diving into his golf
1: bag for extracurriculars. (laughs) I was just about to say (laughs) that. uh, That just means he's on cocaine again. (laughs) On top of it, you say?
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, man. If, if that's the
2: case, I'm not, I'm not instigating or, or, or assuming anything. But if, if you're gonna do what you're gonna do to get that win, then you gotta fuck, do th- it. Then do it. I'm all, I'm all for it.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us here tonight. Please stay healthy. If you're not already, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. We've got some good minds that are making the movement happen. So check it out. You'll be entertained. Additionally, make sure to subscribe either on iTunes or Spotify so you guys can stay up to date on our weekly released episodes. I'm excited now to turn it over to Shakes, per usual, to play us out with some music history. Let's hear
1: it, kid. Um, you know what? I don't have any music off the top of my head right now, so that's just going to be have, uh, that's going to have to be a little surprise on our way out. Um, I do want to say. Uh thoughts and prayers to Harry Douglas Grimes. He is now in his second straight week of battling uh coronavirus, uh scientific name, COVID nineteen. I prayers would honestly
0: or sea, or sea void, you know.
1: Yeah. Or,
0: or sea void.
2: void if you're dyslexic.
1: Yeah. If I really yeah, had to put a number on it, I would say Harry has like six to nine days to live. So uh just everyone, you know.
2: We're gonna
0: start a donate. GoFundMe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> GoFundMe. Donate here. <laughs> Um lastly please do not forget uh we got a new episode of Westworld coming up this weekend. So yes, if you right. haven't already binged Great call. If you haven't already binge the first two seasons of Westworld uh to catch yourself back up on a, an extremely confusing and demanding TV show, I suggest you make these next 5 days count. Dude, uh, I'm going to be Sunday honest.
0: I I watched both seasons and I saw I was watching The Outsiders and a trailer for Westworld came on was like the fuck is this like was so confused oh, yeah. that it was like i had no idea it was like it was a whole new show to me i had, I had just zero clue it's, or it's one of those shows
2: it. that you have to like read the synopsis of each episode online afterwards it is that show for sure tom i could not agree more but that's what i like about it like you can't be on your phone watching it like you gotta sit down it's good old-fashioned television the way they used to yeah, make it yeah used to make confusing. it confusing All All
0: right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen wash your hands we'll see you next week
3: yeah nice. Nice. Some findin' finding my Garcia Vega Coming live from 10,000 hours later Yeah, my self-belief is how I choose to get around life And if you stay down, this is what it sounds like Stay down where my homies got an awesome team Studio is looking like we bought a fog machine Got Atlanta feeling like we in the Netherlands Rap game veterans only getting better It's nothing I remember my bank was Ivisu jeans I would squeeze each solid to the eagle screams I was born with superpower only he could bring I could read through people I could see through things i'm not 17 i'm in the game now i smoked under chief blessings rain down so when shit hit the fan i'm calm naturally miracles only happen during a catastrophe that's when your heart grow cold like people in nova scotia i was taking cold showers sleeping on old sofas tucking the pain nigga took a bus in the train the bus in the game i wouldn't if there wasn't no pain i remember when i used to have my eyes on haley now i know it's real when you reach a milestone daily i've been a beat boomer hot rhymer. i remember when booger. Got nada, nah, look up, yeah, boogus, got it poppin'. Rush still on the boards like Dennis Rodman So much shit that I did for myself. Got so many plaques bout to sit on the shelf. Got so much shit I'm about to drop on the chart. Got so much shit I'm about to drop on your hearts. I got so much shit I'm about to drop on the world. Got so much dick I'm about to drop on your girl. I'ma take him back, I was still smokin' Reggie. Ten years later, Diamond got it smokin' heavy. Fuck the hurricane, boy, we went and broke a levy. Used to throw shade out of only throw confetti. Mac brought him, now we got him back at the telly. They showing love. These were the same bitches acting petty. Late night love, creeping don't stop. We all got that one Jenny from the block. And I got a little Latina, Regina, finer than Christina. I need her, I need her, cause she a goddess like Athena. I was probably last seen with Avena. My mama see her with an apple bum, so I just call her my Labanita. I be on the south side with my little mama Dreeka. Short thing, brown skin keeper. Gotta love Drieka. Drieka got African features, but yeah. Yesterday I met up with Shanika ass Spelman, overwhelming, that's so good I should've brought a helmet, hit the pussy good, make the pussy sing, got her with her top down, money ain't a thing, and I don't really give a shit if my mom hit a shit, cause she gon' benefit from the bomb that I spit, and I don't give a shit if my dad hit a shit, cause he gon' probably catch like mad benefits, plus, Dante got me looking like a magazine cover, rolling weed up, we got the whole magazine covered and my pen, going nuts like cashews, anything I Ink, it'll stick like tattoos yeah it's about to be game o-v-e-r on the beat so long need cpr and i stay going in like vcr i know real ass music don't need pr need privacy can't show all the things no pick but i'm still scoring off the screen some people despise work because they have no mission some people they eyes work but they have no vision got a new peace of mind i could smoke too i know everything happened when it's supposed to i do this shit for real this is how i pay my bills. Ten thousand hours late, it's like I paid my skills I just went to the booth and I laid my ills Used to be a little wild, now every day I chill We used to cut class and smoke weed like the off days In high school we hid zips in the hallways I've always been good with the math A couple things stuck from science class We all solid, we smoke gas We love moving around with liquid cash, bitch Yeah And it's only getting started, it's about to be a motherfucking problem. I got this shit on a fucking locker.